Good morning, my sisters and my brothers and old number of the church. Send me, I'll go. The Canton Spirituals. We greet you this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for tuning in to this broadcast sponsored by the Redeemed Community Church's Outreach Ministry, located at 6254 House Ferry Road in Mobile, Alabama. We greet you today with joy in our heart and thanksgiving on our lips. For truly, God is good to us. Today is April 22nd, and I declare this month is just flown by. I want to make a few announcements, my sisters and my brothers, and then Get to this message today. Uh, our trip on this past Wednesday to Montgomery, to the Legacy Museum. We thank you for attending and we pray that you learn something about our history and pray that God will 
keep you and keep us so that we never, ever are in shackles again on this side ever again. We thank the food bank and the food ministry of Redeem. On last Saturday, they fed 63 families. I just thank God for that ministry. It is a blessing in the community of Mobile. And I want to remind the members that fifth Sunday, the fifth Sunday of the month, April 30th, we will have our fifth Sunday fellowship, uh, Peace and Goodwill Primitive Baptist Church and Mount Zion Primitive Baptist Church will be in fellowship with us. Pastor Byron L. Daniel, pastor of the Mount Zion Primitive Baptist Church, will bring the message. And so we are truly looking forward to that celebration. Our church will present a check for $1,000 collectively between the three ministries to support the National Federation of the Blind, the local mobile chapter. On next Saturday, they will have their annual walk at the University of South Alabama, and Redeem will be there participating. And now, my sisters and my brothers, I just want to read one scripture, just one this morning. 1 Samuel 17, verse number 29. And David said, What have I not done? Is there not a cause? I want to talk about this morning from this subject. Fulfilling a cause. A cause. All right, my sisters and my brothers, let's get out of this word this morning. Most of us are familiar with the story of David and Goliath. David was sent by his father to check on his brothers. And as he got there, he saw this Philistine. Goliath barking and harassing and defying the army of God. Goliath asked for a man to come up and fight him. But the entire army of the Lord were afraid of this giant. But little boy David, the shepherd boy, if you will. And he said in verse 26 in 1 Kings 17, David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? 
and taketh away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him and said, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? Eliab says, I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. And David spoke up in verse 29. And he said these words. And David said, what have I done now? Is there not a cause? When we think of a cause, my sisters and my brothers, we think of it as being a matter of great importance. Something you are willing to die for. Listen, a cause compels you to action. It is a principle, a aim, a movement that because of a deep commitment, one is prepared to defend or be an advocate. And so I want to give you five points today. In terms of how to address a cause. And having gone to the Legacy Museum and read so many artifacts and history, and I, my mind couldn't help but go back and think of the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863 on January the 1st. But yet, in the 60s of the 1900s and 50s and 60s, black people were still struggling. And there was a cause. The first thing we see in a cause is there's a challenge. There's always a challenge with a cause. The army of Israel feared Goliath. Our people were challenged to fight for equal rights. A cause always represents a challenge that has to be addressed. David declared this giant had defied the army of God. And therefore he must be dealt with. When you think about a cause, it's bigger than you, it's bigger than me, but collectively it impacts all of us if not addressed. So there's a challenge here. 
This Goliath says, I defy you. I dare you to set a man up that will fight with me. But not only is that a challenge with a cause, my sisters and my brothers, but a cause also has an action with it. Every cause calls for action. David declared he would go up and fight Goliath. Our people stopped riding the buses in Montgomery, Alabama, got tired of being asked to stand up and go to the back of the bus. And, and so it became a problem. See, there's no action. The cause remains in place. It has to be addressed. Action must occur. See, talking about it doesn't do anything. It's still a cause. We must mobilize and deal with the cause. So cause has a challenge. It also calls us to act. But we also must understand the cause at hand. David knew this Goliath had to be dealt with. Uh, the entire army feared him. Our people knew that the racist rules had to be dealt with head on. When you think about injustice and what we dealt with as a people, the mere fact, and I'm using the bus, for example, the mere fact that I pay or our people pay the same fare as a white person. But if a seat was not available for them when they got on the bus, you had to get up or go to the back of the bus. And if a seat was needed in the back, you still had to get up. So we have to understand the cause that we're faced with. Every situation that's bigger than us, it, it, it almost speaks to a revolution, if you will. But we must understand what we're faced with. So that's a challenge, a call to act. Clear understanding what you're facing. But then, my sisters and my brothers, the embodiment of strength must occupy your mind if you are to take on a cause. Remember I said earlier that a cause is bigger than you. It's bigger than just what's best for your family. The civil rights movement was bigger than Dr. Martin Luther King. I think Dr. King said it, said it best. If a man does not have a cause to die for, he's not worth living. So what cause do you have that you'll be willing to lay down your life for? So that must be some strength. There has to be strength in you to address a cause.
The strength of David was tied to his, listen, his relationship with God. His prior victories God gave him over a lion and a bear that attacked his sheep. Your strength must be tied to a greater source when addressing a cause. Never take on a big cause without your big God. But we also see here the challenge, the action, a clear understanding what needs to take place, the embodiment of strength. But David had enough sense to give the credit to the source of his strength. But then, my sisters and my brothers, you must be willing to excel. See, victory has to be in your spirit. You must believe you will excel in the cause that God has given you to take on. David knew God would deliver Goliath into his hands based on his experience with God. Because he didn't go in saying, I will defeat you. God will give me the victory. Dr. King excelled and the dream lives on because of his commitment to God. And he knew that this was bigger than him. But he believed that one day how people will obtain the victory cause for equal rights, for just mere human rights to be treated with dignity and with respect. So when you look at the story, you see David understanding what a cause looks like. Even King Saul doubted David's ability to go against this Philistine. Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Sometimes, my sisters and my brothers, we believe that the mere fact that you are a youngster, that you can't possibly take on a task of this magnitude, But David told him, David conveyed a message based on his relationship with the father. We hear David say, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, smote him and slew him. David goes on to say, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. And listen, this is important, my sisters and my brother. David says, sin he hath defied the armies of the living God. He said, the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He will 
deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. The Bible says that Saul said unto David, go and the Lord be with thee. Saul gave David his armor. <laughs> but David declared he couldn't wear that. He took it off and took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had. Even in a scrip, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. So when the Philistines saw David, <laughs> can you imagine what this great big Goliath said? He scoffed at him. He says, You have come out to do battle with me? Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his little G-O-D-S's, his little guards. The Philistine said to David, come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. You see, one thing we know about a giant or a bully, if you will, they always balk. But I've learned that their balk, when challenged, you soon discover the bite and the balk don't go hand in hand. But we must go in the name of the Lord. So David told the Philistine, <laughs> this day, not tomorrow. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand. And I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. And I will give their caucuses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air. And to the wild beasts of the earth. That all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. See, my sisters and my brothers, when there's a cause, as God's people, we must stand firmly fixated on the faith of our God who will surely deliver us. When you think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there was a cause and they stood firm to their faith and with their faith in God. They refused to bow and worship Baal or this out of God. When we look at others who have refused to bow, Daniel in the lion's den, there was a challenge. But he maintained 
his faith, the action that he displayed when he went home and opened his window and turned toward Jerusalem and continued to pray three times a day as he had always done. He understood the consequences that he faced, but the strength that he possessed came from his confidence in the God that he served. And so when we see battles come against us, when we go into battle for the Lord, we don't go as an egotist based on what I can do. The Bible teaches us that I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength, who will give me the victory, the victory over something that's bigger than me. So what's your cause? What's your purpose that God has assigned to you? We know how this turns out for Goliath. <laughs> the Bible says to us that David ran toward the Philistine. Oftentimes, folks want to turn us around with fire hoses in the old days and German shepherds and, and, and beating us, but we stand firm. We are committed to press our way in the name of Jesus. So David ran and stood upon the Philistine. As he slew him with a sling and with a stone. And David told him that he would take his head. But remember, David didn't have a sword. So David took Goliath's sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. It's always amazing when I study this story of how God's army were empowered as a result of the strength and faith that David displayed in God. David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem. But he put his armor in his tent. My sisters and my brothers, the same David penned a portion in Psalm that says, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. God is well able to give us the victory. But we cannot allow what seems to be insurmountable odds to stop us from doing what God has told us to do. If God gives you a tough assignments. He believes you have what it takes for this assignment. Sometimes we are blessed to be in leadership positions and there are causes all around you and God will give you the specific task at hand.
not necessarily to right some wrongs, but to correct some stuff for the future. That means having the willingness to stand on the promises of God and trusting that God will see you through. We cannot allow a bullet to cause us to tuck our tail and run. Somebody has to go. As the Canton Spiritual said, send me. I'll go. If I have to go by myself, don't back down. My sisters and my brothers, stand firm, knowing that God is with you. God will see you through. If I have to go, this has been the Redeemed Community Church. Amen. Located at 6254 House Ferry Road in Mobile, Alabama, 36618. You can catch our Sunday school on Facebook every Sunday at 9 a.m. Followed by our morning worship at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Have yourself a wonderful, blessed day. Remain firm. Remain fixated on victories that God will give you when he'll sign you a cause that's bigger than yourself. Be blessed, my sisters and my brothers.